Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So turn on your computers, Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.fm, episode number 409. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my stand-in co-host is my company senior SEO, Scott Fenak. Scott. How is your week been? I know we've been thick in SMX advanced. You've enjoyed yeah, it? That's that's my week. It's been brain overload. Um, certainly, you know, yeah. So I've been taking part in SMX advanced and learning all kinds of stuff and also filtering out all the stuff I already knew. But uh, it's still, it's kind of an overload in, in a lot of ways, in a good way. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we're certainly not tooting our own horn. We've been doing this long enough that we don't really need to, but it is funny how you go into these, you expect to learn a lot and you still learn something, but oftentimes I actually find the benefit is reminding myself of stuff I knew. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that tactic. It's, it's, it's helpful in that sense. It's absolutely true. It's, it's a combination of that and some verification of ideas that I may have had, you know, and then they're saying, do this, do that. I'm like, oh, good. I've been doing that. But sometimes you don't always know what works. You know, it's sometimes it's some speculation that's nice to get a little, uh, reassurance that you're doing things right. Yeah. And sometimes things surface again that maybe we tried in the past, but we're like, yeah, this sucks. But then people say it's working now. It's like, oh, well, how are they doing it? Maybe they've got a better tool now, or I can't use any examples. I don't know what, I just know that I've, I've been in that spot before and, and it's it's interesting to, to learn something. I've been to a few. Well, <laughs> one thing makes advanced I've been to, but one thing we've been, you know, we push a lot with our clients is create lots of good, high quality content. I mean, it's kind of a no brainer in a lot of ways, but um, this is kind of nice because basically every single presentation I've watched, everyone is pushing super high quality in-depth content. I mean, it's yep. it's just being pummeled at us. And so it'll be nice. I can go back to my clients. Like, you know, I just took part in SMX Advanced and all the presenters are pushing this to everybody. Like, it's not just me. Like, you really, this is real because, you know, we have a lot of clients and it's, it. some of them, it can be hard to get good content or or agreements with them for us to create content and that kind of stuff. So. Gives me an extra you know, tool to fight with. You know, I bet you if we could go into the past and ask Sergey or Larry Bryn, or Sergey Bryn or Larry, oh, God, <laughs> yeah. which who's the page and who's the Bryn? I always get it confused. Anyway, Sergey Bryn and Larry Page, um, the the founders of Google, what they would love to be hearing at an SMX Advanced or something at this time, you know, whatever twenty years later, and I bet it is content is everything. It's, it's totally in line with what they wanted us to push for. Uh, you know, there's no easy hacks anymore, quote unquote, for getting rankings. It's, nah, you got to do your hard work and make sure you're providing great content. And that is, it's like Google has pushed us the way they wanted us to go. Oh, it's such a huge part of what's needed. A huge part. Yeah. And I mean, 
true to form, anyone who's been doing, if you want to put it, a label on it, white hat SEO, we've been doing this. This has been our mandate for a long time, a lot longer than this. But um, it's it's interesting how it's pushing most people in this direction. Now, I'm sure there's black hat marketplaces. <laughs> I know there's black hat conferences where they talk about other ways of doing things. And I bet you a, most, a, a huge portion of that is article spinning, content spinning, using AI now. But um, just the same, it's getting much harder for them. And I'm glad for that. Yeah. Hurt, okay. hurt the black hats. That's good. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, I got to keep them on their toes. They've chosen that path. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I actually both watched uh, one of the discussions and it was with um, Lily Ray and Barry Schwartz. It was, I think it was the Ask the Experts component. And, and they were talking about the Google page experience update, which is rolling out now. Um, and you got some great notes here, which I'll let you get into in a sec. But uh, what I found really interesting was it their answers were really in line with what we've said in the past, which is well, a lot of people who've been in the industry a while have said, which is this is really not going to have a big impact on everyone. You don't want to ignore it, but it's not going to shake up our rankings like a, a classic core algorithm update. But uh, with that said, let's jump into some of the details here you've outlined. Yeah. So uh, like you said, you know, the page experience update has started rolling out. I believe it was yesterday or the day before. I think it was Monday, actually. Monday, Tuesday, what day is it today? June 15th. Um, the 15th, there we go. It was on the 15th. It started rolling out. Um, everybody's saying, um, a bunch of different presenters were talking about this, that they suspect it's basically a tiebreaker change in the algorithm. You know, it's it's not going to have any dramatic effect. Like we kind of thought a year ago, like the sky is falling, the world's going to end next summer. Um, it's not like that. And I've actually been looking through this morning before the conference started, I... Uh, I started looking through a bunch of our clients and just kind of trying to find any signs that this page experience update is having an effect on their traffic or rankings. And I found nothing. Um, there's been nothing that would indicate that this is having an effect positive or negative. Um, of course, that's not going to be the case across every site in the world, but uh, it is a good indication that it's very minor, at least at this stage. Um, and a few people have said, you know, it's, it's going to be largely used as like a tiebreaker in a situation where you've got two sites that are effectively at a tie, right? Um, but one has a better uh, core web vital score or whatever, you know? So um, it'll probably stay that way for a while, um, but we'll see, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what, what... Yeah, let's, let's think of some other tiebreaker things. Like I would imagine SSL is a little more than tiebreaker, but it's still close. Um, it definitely was at first, for the first yeah. few years, for sure. Um, it used to be that mobile was uh, a tiebreaker, but it's no longer a tiebreaker. Now it's just, it's very important. Um, what I know there's one I hadn't thought of a second ago, and it's blip, it's gone. Uh, <laughs> I would say maybe a little bit more than a tiebreaker, but page speed is is it started out as basically a tiebreaker, and yeah. it's now a stronger influencer on the rankings for sure. But I would still say in all cases, it's not. I would say high quality content will beat a fast site most of the time. True. Probably. Yeah, and, and, and I guess <laughs> we're coming up to a, a really clear um, uh, trend here, and that is that many things start as tiebreakers, but then become more important over time. So that's just another thing to consider. Uh, it, you know, page experience has, or sorry, page speed was definitely, like you said, more of a tiebreaker, but now it's, you know, it's still not 
everything, but it certainly will help. And, and the beauty of a lot of these too, is it's about providing a good experience for your users. And, and again, this is where Google steers us, um, the SEO industry, uh, and that, well, everyone, and, and that is to create a great experience plus, plus great content. And it's straight out of their Bible. Um, and we're all going in that direction, which is good for the internet. Absolutely. And there are a couple other things to note about page experience. So first of all, the update is rolling out now to be completed uh, by the end of August. So we still have some time to see what it, what damage it could do. Um, <laughs> and then it's also noted at a much later date, whatever that means, uh, that it will start to affect desktop as well, which is a bit surprising that they would even bother, but uh, apparently it will roll out to desktop at some point, uh, which is probably not a big deal for most people because it's that's usually the case where you've got your desktop site, it ranks really well, it has good scores, and it's the mobile that's the issue. So um, most of the time, if, if I'm checking client sites, the desktop outperforms for things like Core Web Vitals almost every time. So, um, mm. but, but I have a few tips here. I don't remember where I got them from. <laughs> Maybe they just came from my brain uh, on how to help your page experience score. So if you are seeing that, um, you know, you're in a close race for number one and you're bouncing back and forth between one and two with somebody, you might want to give this a shot. Um, or if you do happen to get hit, you might want to worry about some of these things. Um, of course, we've spoken a lot about this in the past, uh, core web vital score. So that's near the top of the list there. Make sure that your core web vital scores are, are looking good. Um, another thing is that uh, you don't want any mobile usability issues or errors. So that, uh, you know, make sure your site's ranking really or performing really well on mobile sites. It's, you don't have anything weird going on there. Uh, your site must be secure. If it's not HTTPS, you will not get a good page experience score. So that's, a, that's an example of where if you don't have a secure website by now, which I think every single one of our clients do. I'm trying to think if there's anyone that's lacking behind, but I don't think there is. No. Um, if you don't have one, do it. Um, we've talked again about this a lot in the past, but it can be free, you know, as cheap as free if you want it to be. So, and that's a good number. Um, and your site must not use distracting or interrupting advertising techniques, which we all hate those anyway. So hopefully you're not doing any of that. Um, and of course, any security issues on the site will disqualify all pages on a site. So if you have one site or one page on your site that is a security nightmare, it has some big issues, um, your whole site can be taken down as a result of that. So uh, a few important things to worry about there. Mm -hmm. Another thing I would think of, I was just thinking about that uh, while you're talking about the tiebreakers. Another tiebreaker I think is uh, probably the quality of the writing, the grammar even. Um, yeah, you don't think about that stuff, but uh, Google easily sees grammar. I mean, and, and frankly, if a site, and we were talking, and there's discussions about AI and stuff in this conference, quite a bit about it actually. And, you know, the one thing that AI doesn't do a good job of is creating quality content. It's just, it's, it's better than it's ever been, but it's still not great. And, um, you know, ensuring that you provide excellent, like we talked about excellent content, but that's, we're getting down to the cinema minutiae here. Ensure it's got, it's, it's well-written. It's got good, it's, it's, it's being proofread. It's got excellent grammar. Um, and it, you know, if one, if you both had everything the same, but one of you has one competitor has crappy grammar, you never know. It could have a, that much of an impact. I don't know, but I would I would call it a tiebreaker too. 
I, I would say that grammar and even spelling and things like that do play a role, especially if they're involving an actual keyword and you've got that spelt wrong. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, uh, it, it's not to be, you know, neglected, it, you know, make sure your site is spell checked and that sort of thing. I mean, I, uh, I, I don't make a point of going through and spell checking and grammar checking all our clients' content, but I, I tell you, if I find an issue, I fix it immediately. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, you want it right. And forget about Google. Do you really want your users seeing that you spelled your product name wrong, you know, or, or whatever? Um, you want that correct. Yep. And uh, yeah, this piece about news, pro- news content, I noticed that as well. Um, AMP is no longer required. In fact, it's being deprecated, which is a shock. Uh, to many who've gone through the absolute, well, somewhat nightmarish experience of converting their business or websites to supporting AMP. Uh, It's no longer required to be included in the top stories carousel. Um, I I guess maybe I jumped the gun calling it deprecated. I'm not sure if they deprecated it, but I don't think they're going to be pushing forward with AMP anymore. Um, What a shock, you know, jump in the bandwagon and Google's cruising the end. Yeah, no, not uh, bitter at all. Anyway, uh, Google's also expanding the non-AMP content found in the Google News and removing the AMP badge from search results. Uh, What is this going to mean for news sites? That is a whole other discussion, I'm afraid. There's a lot to that, and I bet you can find some great content on that right now. Uh, We don't specialize in news SEO, and it, you know, John Carcutt would have been a perfect person to ask about this. Unfortunately, he's not on the show today, but... Um, I would love to get his take on that. Uh, I'm sure it's been a big change for him. That's definitely going to be a spot where the, you know, the, all the amp heavy news producers are going to be hit hard because you're going to have all this new content flooding in the SERPs that they weren't competing against anymore. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting for them for sure. Yeah. And that's the key, right? And that's something we sh- yeah, yeah, you, you bring that up. Uh, we shouldn't undersell that. The, the, the key here is that anyone who wasn't getting in there because they didn't have AMP content now are. So yeah, it's widened the field of competition, which is, you know, tricky for some of these bigger sites uh, if they haven't really been providing the kind of results that they need to. Um, Got to say, I'm interested in this next one. I didn't hear anything about this. So tell me. Yeah, so uh, Google is going to be doing an update in their algorithm that will probably not affect anybody listening to this podcast, and I, at least I hope it doesn't, um, where they are targeting sites that uh, are slanderous. So the New York Times has been posting a series of articles, which I haven't read any of them because I don't want to pay to get through their paywall, but um, a number of articles talking about uh, issues with search results and slander. So. The, the future update will target content that makes unverified, unverified or slanderous claims about other people. Uh, Google is said to be making this change in a direct response to recent New York Times articles documenting how websites are building businesses by preying on victims of slander. Uh, one of the recent uh, New York Times articles that Matt Southern had quoted in Search Engine Journal, uh, they, the New York Times had said, uh, for many years, a vicious cycle has spun Websites solicit lurid, unverified complaints about supposed cheaters, sexual predators, deadbeats, and scammers. People slander their enemies. Uh, The anonymous posts appear high in Google search results for the names of victims. And then the websites charge the victims thousands of dollars to take the posts down. Um, I've certainly, from time to time, seen posts like this. So we all know it exists. But um, uh, I think the key here is that it's good to see that Google has acknowledged that there is a problem, although it had to be pointed to them by others, by New York For Times. For years. 
for years, for years and years. But they're finally doing something about it, which is, uh, you know, that's good. I'm looking at the article and I'm surprised one that that came immediately to mind isn't being shown. They they at least let me just double check if I missed it. Nope. Uh, anyways, just had to check. They do mention a site called uh, cheaterarchives.com. Um, uh, that's sort of an archive of all these things, and it's it's more of a place where. Um, Again, people have archived this garbage, but the one that came immediately to mind was a ripoff report. Remember that? Oh, I forgot about ripoff report, but yeah, yeah I it, do. It's still there, as far as I know. Uh, and it, we we had people calling us. Well, I do the sales often, so I got the people I've been talking to, and they were uh, just beyond overwhelmed because they were trying to have something removed that was slanderous about them. They felt slanderous, obviously. I wasn't doing any detective work, so I don't know if that was true or not, but they were just overwhelmed. And it was because someone had posted something in Ripoff Report, and Ripoff Report had so much clout in rankings that they were able to get top rankings for that person's name or their business. And sometimes they would outpace their own, like push down their business name. Um, it was devastating for businesses and it never had to be proved as far as I know. Uh, I, you know, anyways, it was bad. And there was many people I've talked to in the past who had said that they had, they essentially were, it was suggested very subtly. I'm not sure if it was this site or not. I don't want to be in trouble here, but that um, if they, they put a few dollars in that they could have it removed because that wasn't the only site. There's quite a few. It's just awful. Um, so why it took Google this long? Again, um, not a surprise. Uh, it's not exactly been a, <laughs> a bastion of ethics over the years, but I'm glad they're doing something about it now. You know, sometimes it takes a while, but I guess as long as you, uh, as long as they get to it eventually, I guess it's better than never. Yeah. Just took the New York Times to write this, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if you have an issue with Google, you just have to uh, get an in with the New York Times, get them to write a few pieces about it, and you're you're set. Yeah, that that's, should be that's easy, the right? Ticket. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I, I have lots of contacts there, um, or none. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's actually quite a few articles. It looks like it links to from that New York Times article, and the title. Uh, I just went away from it again. Google seeks to break vicious cycle of online slander. So check that out and it's well worth the read. I always uh, find it fascinating when they make moves like this. So uh, another thing, uh, Google Search Console Insights. Uh, if you're familiar with Google Search Console and you should be if you have a website, if you don't, you make sure you type in Google Search Console on Google and uh, fill out the form to verify your website and get access because it is very important you have access to that. Uh, I can never say that enough. Uh, anyways, uh, now uh, sort of expanded insights are available to all, quote unquote. It's, it's something that's happened recently that they've expanded upon it and it has more data from Google Analytics, makes it more of a central place for you to get data. There's nothing more in the news about it. That's just, it's simpler to access now and uh, you get a little more detail. Uh, which is always a handy thing. So we do like that. Anything, All right, let's take a quick break. Oh, Sorry? 
Oh, I was just going to say, anytime transparency is increased, it's all good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we've got some local SEO news and some Wheeler files and a great quiz. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Vanak. Okay, local SEO news. What is this? Yeah, so uh, Google My Business has phased out something that they started a couple years ago. So uh, all kinds of things it could be, I guess. But in this case, it is their short names for uh, Google My Business profile. So for a while there, you could create, or maybe it was by default. I honestly can't remember. No, um, you had to create it. it you was had annoying. to create it. That's right. Yeah. So a short URL for your profile page. And it came in the form of g.page slash your business name or customer name. Um, simple. So you could share that link with your customers. You could put it on business cards. Uh, you could ask people to leave you reviews and give them this and they would just remember it piece of cake. Well, they started this in April of 2019 and now they're getting rid of them. Uh, So if you have some in use, they will still work for now, uh, but don't count on that working forever. Um, And instead you'll have to share the big long string of extraneous characters and letters and randomness that nobody would ever remember and have fun with that, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why they would eliminate this. What? Why? (laughs) 
I, I, you know, I get when they, they get lazy and they, they decide that something's not making the money or whatever, but this is so, so stupid. Why are they removing it? They it, don't even have a good ex explanation. It seems weird, like, you know, your Facebook profile and your YouTube uh, account and all that, you can have these short names for everything. Everyone has like custom slugs available. Uh, why mm -hmm. they'd go backwards on this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so that's fun. So, so someone who's got their, this posted, who knows, maybe has this on their business card is going to be really happy. Well, let's, let's hope they are saying, so you can't create, you cannot create new short names anymore. Um, but they are saying that the current ones will not be affected yet now. So, yeah. so but I don't know, <laughs> does that mean you got a week, a month, a year, a decade, maybe they'll never eliminate the current existing ones. Although I find that hard to believe, but, uh, <sighs> I wouldn't panic, but I would, you know, not print out mm -hmm. new materials with those short names. <laughs> no. Oh, well, <sighs> that's new. Okay. So. Uh, another bit here, uh, edit, uh, Google has added more ways to edit your business profile in search. Now check this out and it is working even here in Canada, which, whoa, is impressive because everything takes so long to get here. Anyway, um, if you are on your main, let's say you're logged into Chrome with an account that you use to manage Google My Business and you do a search for your business name, uh, just search in this case, we search step forth web marketing and what it usually appears, and this has been the case for a long time, is sort of the a more exposed version of our Google My Business listing that allows us to make minor edits and or at least access certain areas. Well, now they're they've expanded upon that, which is I tested it and found it's kind of quite cool. Um, now you can add an update, in other words, a post to your uh, Google My Business page simply by clicking Add Update from the search results. So you don't have to log in anymore. Um, it knows who you are because you are technically logged into your account. So it gives you that access. It also shows you uh, just other things about it. These, these aren't likely new, but maybe you haven't seen this. It shows how many views you've had this month, um, allows you to edit the profile, promote it. Uh, I'm not sure about this customer's component. Let me see here. Oh, customers just looks like uh, it's sort of the reviews. So you can see what's there and see if there's any Q and A's that have been asked or questions and answers. Uh, you can keep customers up to date with uh, answering a few questions and update your business details on Google. That's what it says. You can add photos, complete your profile, even turn on messaging, and it gives you more information about how to get more reviews. The key thing here, though, is being able to post to your Google Posts section directly from search results. I think that's cool. You can add the photo, even all that stuff in the same place. I'm impressed. That is a nice update. So... Yay, Google. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice when they streamline things for a couple of years before they take it away. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, exactly. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. No, no, it will. It'll, they'll take it away. I guarantee it. There's a certain point they'll be like, oh, this wasn't being used. And of course, we'll <laughs> be using it at that point. I don't yeah. know who they talk to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's time for the Mueller files. Got to get John on the show again soon. It's been a, not too long, but um, actually been, uh, I guess, only nine episodes. But it's always good to have him on. And uh, so much has happened in just nine episodes. Anywho, uh, <laughs> what is this? You, I posted this. I have not looked at this. Yeah, so this is kind of interesting. Um, somebody had posted a question. Honestly, I can't remember where they posted it or who they were. But the issue they were having <laughs> was, I know, I'm, I'm so informative, aren't I? Um, <laughs> they had posted an issue where server errors are showing up for his, uh, I believe it was a his, his or her, their pages in Search Console. But yet when checking the pages, 
they are fine on the live site. So the exact question or post was, uh, I had a server error on some pages on my site. Uh, when I checked a few pages shown in the example, they worked just fine. I also used the validate option a few times, but Google keeps marking the pages with an error. It's been a month since then. I've waited for Googlebot to index these pages with no success. Uh, this has affected my organic impressions and clicks. Is there anything I can do here? Um, and then there's a rather lengthy, and I'll, I'll go through it, uh, response from John Mueller discussing this. Uh, he says, we do not invent errors on pages. When Googlebot checks the page and there's a server error, then we really see a server error there, which is no surprise. Um, he goes on and says, uh, and it might be that this is something that is temporary on your website. And if it's temporary, then with one of the future crawls, we will try that again. Uh, and if the error is gone, then we will index the page normally. He went on to suggest that the issue could be server related saying, so that's something where if you see these kinds of issues come up regularly, and in particular use the validate feature in search console and the validation comes back and says there is still server errors, then that's something I would take up with your host. Um, he, he goes on and subscribes, uh, describes a few more things, but really the gist of it is if they're, if Google's reporting it as an error, it's an error in Google's eyes. And if it's an error for an important page on your site, you definitely want to investigate why that page is having that error. Um, there are a few ways you can of course go to, uh, uh, try to troubleshoot this and find out what's causing the error. So, uh, the first thing I would do is I would run screaming frog or another crawler on your site and see if the error appears there. Uh, if it does, well, then you got a good starting point. Maybe it's a bots issue, who knows. Um, if you have a shared hosting account, you can do a reverse IP check and find other websites shared on your server, hosted on your same server, and then use something like say Google's rich results checker and see if those sites are having similar errors. If they are, you know it's a hosting issue. Uh, likewise, you can check your error logs in your hosting account, probably depending on your host. Most accounts will allow you to do that, but some might not. Uh, and if you really can't track it down, uh, contact your hosting tech support uh, for help. Because if you're serving up 500 errors uh, and you can't replicate that, but only Google seeing it, there's something going on somewhere. Uh, perhaps it could be a hack happening in the back end of your site. I suppose that's possible. Um, but something is amiss. And you definitely want to don't assume that Google is wrong by reporting a 500 error. So, all right. That's a mouthful. No, it is. It's good, though. Um... I, you know, I, I sometimes get a little annoyed when they don't express, you know, they'll tell you there's an error, but they won't tell you what it is. <laughs> or, you know, they're a little lacking on details. Like when you, they say there's a problem with your website or uh, this is the reason you your site has been, or not reason, but this is your, your site has uh, this problem or you've broken this rule. Well, how, what, what did I do? Uh, how, how do I fix this? And yeah. Crickets. Oh, Search Console, well, more, more so when it was still Webmaster Tools, was really bad for that. It's just error. Okay, great, awesome. What, what kind of error? Who knows? Uh, but at least now within Search Console, the errors are definitely, they've been expanded and there's a lot more information about what your errors may be. Um, they had unspecified errors and things like that in the past. And I think Google's doing a good job in trying to clarify a lot of these issues that they're finding. It's not perfect. It might never be, but it's night and day over what it was even a year or two ago. So that's good. Yeah, cool. Well, I promised a question and I realized we didn't have one there. So I, I looked one up and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's actually a good one. Um, what, what does search engine friendly mean? Like a website, when it's a website is search engine friendly, what does it mean? And 
you know, it's funny. I, I actually, you certainly know what elements of a website is that are, that are need to be more search engine friendly. But these days, there aren't so many blocks to search engine friendliness. There was a time when people could design a site in Flash, <laughs> and and that would totally be search engine unfriendly. So in other words, what it is is can a website or can a search engine look at the website, understand what it's about, rank each page, uh, and has absolute clarity about each page and its topic. Kind of backtracked on that, but yeah, the, the idea is it's, it's totally visible to a search engine and can be accessed at all levels where you want it to. Um, and in some places there simply isn't, like there used to be, again, flash where it wouldn't work. People, people designing websites in images, like they had a lot of images and you can still see that occasionally, very un unlikely these days, but, um, you know, Google doesn't do a good job of reading. Well, it doesn't typically read content in images. Uh, you can search for something and images will show up and the text will be there, but they're not using that in their search results uh, as far as anyone knows. Um, it's just, it would just be too unwieldy, I think too machine intensive. Uh, but you know, when I was looking at this, I'm like, well, with Flash gone and most content management systems being at least search engine possible. They, they, may, they, they may not be optimized, but I would say they're maybe all of them are search engine friendly from a spidering perspective. Yeah. Like I, I think the days of having a truly miserable website that blocks search engines are gone. Unless you've got a robots.txt file or something that's blocking, literally blocking the search engine. It, it's just a matter of the level of search engine friendliness. So let's jump in quickly into that. I mean, we could do a whole show on this, but um, what comes first to your mind, Scott, on how to make a site more search friendly? Well, one thing we used to look at a lot that we'd look at less nowadays is looking for these weird, long, ugly, extraneous URLs and mm -hmm. cleaning those up sometimes. Ones with weird characters that don't make any sense and trying to clean that stuff up. Um, we still see that sometimes, and even though they may be bad, redirecting them is, you know, you don't always want to do that, but you, cleaning them up is good. Uh, the navigation, <laughs> of course, you know, is, we still see sites with image-based navigation. Um, yeah, and you know what? You, you brought something up that I remembered, and that was session IDs. Remember those? Oh, yeah, session IDs. Good times. Oh, dear God. So that was a major mess. Um, essentially, what was happening was your session, the, the, your visit to the website was being added as a code to the end of all URLs and Google was indexing that. And yeah, the duplicate content was a nightmare, uh, became huge spider traps where Google could just index forever on a website and would just lose interest. <laughs> it was just a mess. Um, I think that's still possible to see around these days, but it's extremely rare, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> God, that was awful. But yes, navigation, you're right. Sometimes they, they do appear in images. I would say that's more often the case for people who, again, who haven't had a site professionally designed though. You, you know what else I see? And I actually see this not with sites that are built by us, but with clients that come to us with new websites. Often I'll find that the internal navigation is pointing to development server URLs. The URLs haven't been upgraded to the top level domain when the site launches. Um, so that's bad. Uh, same with things like uh, XML sitemaps that point to uh, an insecure version of the site or uh, a completely different top level domain entirely, which is rare, but I've actually seen it happen. Um, so there, there are lots of that sort of thing. Um, we used to look for things like iframes and like you said, flash, but 
you know, it's not really something that comes up anymore these days. Um, every now and then, I suppose, but. Yeah, and, and I guess these days, because mobile mobile first is so key, anything that doesn't show up in mobile or do a good job of showing in mobile is, is would be search engine unfriendly. But that's more of an optimization aspect versus the search engine not being able to see it. Uh, so, you know, that's where there's, I noticed when I was doing a quick search that there were articles about search engine friendly does not mean search engine optimized. And that's so true. Uh, oh, there's a yeah. big difference for sure. Yeah. I mean, you can get a WordPress site right out of the box uh, with no optimization in place. You've just added content and yeah, it's search engine friendly unless you you're blocking it to search engines by mistake. But you know, that aside, it's readable. It's just that it's not optimized for the maximum visibility and um, uh, clarity of each page. Every now and then, and this seems more and more rare as well, now that Google's getting quite good at dealing with JavaScript, um, you could have a site that's really JavaScript heavy that is causing problems as well. So. Um, you just because it renders beautifully and it looks on the surface to be perfect. If your JavaScript is mm -hmm. overly complicated or whatever, that that could potentially cause a site to be not Google friendly. Good call. Yeah, that's definitely one to add there as well. Um, again, Google's gotten better with that. Um, they can even uh, index Ajax. I would say that that is something that you know, and it is a form of uh, JavaScript, but uh, it is. <sighs> not recommended i would say you know it doesn't get it on the first run through the first crawl and if a lot of your navigation is based on ajax as well it becomes an unwieldy nightmare for optimizers so unless you've got a huge team that can support that i would stay away from uh anything that's like maximum uh, using the maximum level of ajax and and that kind of uh which means asynchronized javascript i believe Anywho, that's way out of way. SEO so, 101, that aspect. <laughs> so the, the main the main takeaway there is if you're one of our clients, make sure your site is Google friendly. And if you're one of our clients' competitors, embed your Flash site using an iframe and you'll be great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, listen to Scott. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, listen to me. <laughs> well, uh, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing and my company senior SEO, Scott Van Ack, Thank you for joining us today. Remember, we have a show notes newsletter you can sign up for at seo101radio.com where you won't miss a single link and you can refresh your memory of past shows at any time. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Facebook group, easily found by searching SEO 101 Podcast on Facebook. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes which air every week on WMR.fm. And thanks for listening, everyone. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.